<clears throat> All right, test it out and see how it, see how it sounds for you. Does it sound? Do I sound good in your ear? Yeah. That was not loud enough. You can't talk like that. You gotta talk powerful, like a powerful man. <laughs> if you'll talk, stop talking so powerful. It would be fine for me if to talk. I, I, <laughs> you're not yelling all the time. Because you have to project your. You don't have to. If you, you just normal announce. talk, then it'd be fine. But you project so high that I have to try to be somebody I'm not. If you'll just talk normal like we normally talk, <laughs> instead of going, "Hey, everybody." <laughs> That way I can. I'm just in this my podcast and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Woo! <laughs> so then I can just crank it up. So, so if I talk slow, crank, you talk crank, slow. Crank then, then you're up. depending on me to crank it up in the. Yeah, girl, that's called production. <laughs> producer, you the producer. I'm over here busting beats and you're just producing. <laughs> okay. I lay the beats. You lay something, all right. And you produce it. Okay. <laughs> I think our sound check is doing pretty good, sound don't you think? Check. Yeah, girl. Do I sound good in your ears? You sound good all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll start. Okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. All right, babe. It's that time of the month. It's our monthly it's marriage. It's not that time of the month. <laughs> it's our monthly marriage matchup. <laughs> no, it's our monthly marriage, marriage min- checkup. No, it's, <laughs> it's our all right. Monthly marriage you menopause. Know, I did think about this before we got into the topic for today. What I wanted to give a pe- give a people give the listeners, whoever's listening on the other side of this, I wanted to give them an update on our farmhouse. Like what projects we completed for the month of October. I would love to do that the end of each month Mm kind of like you know have a record of what we've been completing the projects because you know i don't know if people know we bought a 1950 farmhouse um we weren't looking for a fixer-upper but that's what we ended up getting (laughs) you've always been looking for a fixer-upper i know babe that's why i got you yeah we should have told me that in the beginning (laughs) So anyway, like let's give um, everybody an update of what projects we were we were able to complete the month in the month of October, and what we're Do hoping. Do you remember? Yeah, I okay. remember. You just finished it like two days ago or yesterday. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, but we're not. Fi- oh, you just mean like progress on the progress. yeah okay. progress on the house right. okay. this month? Yeah, sure. All right, go for it. All right, so um, I've been working on the upstairs bathroom slash office so um the the we were at the drywall point of the construction built the wall put in electrical finished the plumbing and then did all the drywall and then tape and now texture so yesterday i finished um with the text well almost finished and you went take a shower last night and told me that i missed a spot so (laughs) almost finished with the texture after that uh trim paint flooring yeah finish the door handle bada bing bada boom okay so what let me get everybody up to speed we had a big upstairs kind of like a master 
bathroom and it had a garden tub in it like a jetted tub and we just weren't using the tub and it was just a huge bathroom so we took the tub out and we decided because I didn't have an office and I work from home Jared also has his own business so it would be nice for us to have a home office so we decided to take the jetted tub out and then divide the room in half to make a smaller bathroom because our boys are the only ones that use it upstairs and then turn the other half of of that bathroom into a home office so that's currently what we're working on so mainly that's what jared has been working on <laughs> yeah. and i am working on the subway tile down in the kitchen backsplash. i yeah the subway backsplash right the subway tile backsplash and um we originally used this Oh, it works in the some cases. Mat. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. should have known better. Yeah, no. sticky mat um, that you roll out on it. It does. It does not work with subway tile. So I'm having to rip it all off the wall and then use mortar instead. Yeah. So if you're following us on Instagram, you can see that happening in my stories. But but yeah, I wanted to make sure that we give everyone an update on the progress of our renovations. Right. So let's dive into let's go our topic for today. We're going to talk about our personalities mm -hmm. when it comes to cleaning and clutter and possibly our kids. Cooking. And cooking. No, not cooking. Oh, okay. <laughs> we are was, not talking about that was cooking. A C. Yeah, it is, but we're not talking about that okay. C today. All right. All right. So, first question I have that I want us to both discuss is how we were raised. What did it look like in our homes? As children, when it came to cleaning, like who was responsible for the cleaning? Did we have chores? Did our parents give us chores? Um, did our parents have a lot of clutter in the house? And for you, I know there's a little bit of a story because your house actually burned down when you were five. Mm. So y'all didn't have a lot of stuff. So anyway, take it, take it oh, and tell us. you want to go that far back. Yeah, I want okay, you to go that far so, back. Yeah, so we had a two-bedroom Three bedroom, two bath house, and then my parents were having children. They had I was the the third child, um, and mom says that well they weren't really sure how many kids they would have, but she thought maybe I'd be the baby. So three bedroom, two bath would be perfect in that case. Two boys and a girl. And then uh, when I was about five, the house burnt down, and so we lost everything. Um, and I remember being in kindergarten and getting like clothes donated to me from people and uh, we call them fire bag clothes because these big black trash bags would show up at our rental house or somebody would drop them off or mom would bring them home and they would just have mismatched different stuff lots of different you know kind of like going to goodwill or something and getting clothes and so we would we called them fire bag clothes because we had a bunch of those and um so that so but then because of the house burning down my parents built on the same um in this at the same location mm -hmm. and then they just made it bigger because they were having more kids so they built a four bedroom two and a half bath yeah they took all of when they had the insurance claim i remember your yeah. mom telling me she took the insurance money that they got from the contents of their house mm -hmm. and they just expanded their house yeah so uh so then they didn't have they i don't know if they had a mortgage or much of one but no, they, they paid she it said off. they didn't have one at okay, all okay so it was nice so they had no mortgage with three kids well with four kids and i think maggie was yeah, I was five, so Maggie was a baby. So, yeah, five so kids. five kids. Five kids. So the, so the house was going to be too small anyway, so now they built a bigger house, more bedrooms. So, But I shared with my little brother forever, um, up until like 15 or 16. And then, so, you know, cleaning is, it is what it is when there's two boys. You kind of, you get yelled at, told to go clean your room, pretty much. You pick up what you did, I pick up what I did. But um, we also had like dish night i remember all of us kids had dish night so i learned how to like my my dad's very particular always has been about dishes and so like i learned how to do that pretty well mm -hmm. um, even though we don't use our dishwasher and, now yeah, in our house so i learned how to load a dishwasher properly and then i got married and we stopped using the dishwasher anymore <laughs> so that's a skill i'll never uh recoup my time spent learning yeah but um so what about the clutter did y'all have clutter in your house at all do you yeah, remember? Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. You're I sure? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't remember. It wasn't something I really focused on. Yeah, so. and Jared and I were raised in the 80s and 90s. So back then, I really don't feel like there was a huge focus on, like, what was clutter. And um, there was no thing of minimalism, you know, that wasn't 
a word that was pretty common with people, I wouldn't say. Um, so do you remember like your mom keeping things or being really sentimental and, and, and keeping things or was she pretty, pretty good about purging? I don't mean, I don't remember that being a big deal. I don't remember, um, knickknacks or, I mean, I can remember she kept some paper flowers I made her when I was in kindergarten and sprayed perfume on them. I remember that being in her closet. Yeah. (laughs) That's about it. I mean, I remember pictures, you know, clothes, some stuff, but not, not that much. I don't, mom, I don't feel like mom was super sentimental about everything and everything wasn't, you know, the, you know, the best things, you know, like if we drew a picture at school or whatever, think it went on the refrigerator for a couple of days but I don't remember it lasting too much longer. Right. Right. It well, was, and and your mom lost everything. So she was already, you know, pretty minimal to begin with when she, you know, started over with her house. So she didn't really I don't know, she didn't really hold on to things too tightly probably. Yeah. Well, you have like a so back then there's no digital anything. So it's all paper pictures like photo actual photos. And so in the closet would be shoe boxes of photos right Mm -hmm. well all of that burn up but what happened was all my family members that had photos of us as kids would send them to mom you know they might send them their copy because they're like listen i'm sure she would much rather have this than me right you know so we got a bunch of pictures from when we were kids but not as many as i would say normal people have but so that was something that was it was kept and um mom had that but as far as the rest of things go. I remember spring cleaning. Like, I remember yeah. getting rid of things. I remember, you know, just being... But that's about as far as it went with me. Yeah. Cared about cleaning when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, for me, it was a little bit different. Um, my mom was super sentimental, and she held on to everything. Um, she had boxes and boxes in her bedroom, I remember growing up, she had boxes in her bedroom that like lined her bedroom walls that had our school papers and crafts and basically everything. She just held on to everything. And I remember them saving bills, you know, back in the day, you know, everybody had paper bills and you held on to every bank statement and you held on to every phone bill and everything. And I just remember it being a lot of paper clutter in our house. Um, as far as like the knickknacks, my mom definitely had knickknacks, but our house was livable. It wasn't, I wouldn't consider like a hoarder house where you can't walk through it. It looked very well kept. Um, my mom, my mom was the one that did most of the cleaning around the house. My dad worked full time and my mom, either she was not working at all or she would work part time. So she was the main one keeping up with the cleaning around the house. And we were never really given chores to do. We either like volunteered because I loved helping my mom clean. I'm a, I'm a weirdo like that. But I remember her, you know, being the main one cleaning in our house. And also I remember never having to make my bed when I was growing up. Um, I would leave my room, like if I left my room a mess, my mom would tidy it up while I was gone to school and she would make my bed. And I loved coming home from school every single day and having my, my bed made. Were you, Mm. did you have to make your bed? No, but you were never made to make mm, your bed. No mom. Was your mom not working at the time? Um, either she, she, she either worked nights or she was not working. My mom like left when we left in the morning and she would bring us home because she is a teacher. So she brought us home after school. So there wasn't like a go make your bed before we leave the house. It was usually a, you know, get all your crap, get in the car. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So there wasn't a go make your bed. I mean, but I, I mean, maybe, maybe she did tell us to do it every once in a while. I do remember making my bed, but I don't remember it being, it wasn't an everyday thing. It wasn't everyday And I didn't come home at the end of the day and have a perfectly made bed. That wasn't part of life. Yeah. And I remember, I remember starting, when I started dating you in high school, um, your room was pretty messy. Mm-hmm. It was pretty messy. It had a total gym in it, didn't it? It had yeah, a workout machine. It had a Bowflex in oh, it. Oh, that was it. Bowflex. Yeah, yeah. But not only that, it just, it was just, there was just stuff all yeah, over the place. Okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you were, you were pretty messy as a teenager. And I remember you never made your bed. But so our personalities when we were 
you know, teenagers were just a little bit different. I was more of the one to make my bed every single morning without being told. Like, that was just my personality. And I think it's because, um, you know, my mom did make my bed and I, I, I developed a love for having it clean and I developed a love for having it tidy and stuff. So that was kind of my personality and and it probably started my, I don't want to say, I don't think I'm OCD, but I think I'm kind of particular about, you know, I, I want things to look clean and I want them to look tidy. So how would you describe yourself now when it comes to clutter and cleanliness and, you know, your lifestyle in our house as an adult. I would say I, ch- I have good intentions, have but good they intentions. don't they don't always make it. Like, I, if something is clean, I'm good at keeping it clean. Um, but it's when there's things that I can't control that happen, and then I just let it go. Like what? Well, vehicle, for instance. I like it to have to be clean, but I work in a like a construction type job where dirt I can wash it today and dirt's going to get on it tomorrow and I already know that in the back of my head so I just don't wash it today right right and so like uh our room for instance if 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 we have it clean if we've like worked on the weekend and we like got that thing spotless and everything's looking nice I'm going to keep it that way because I like it too but if somebody pulls laundry out of the dryer and throws them in the chair and then never like puts them away and not saying you maybe it was me that did that and never puts them away um it's harder for you to then get to. the next day i might throw a shirt in that pile or mm. i might you know i yeah. might not be as attentive to the little things right so, so it's yeah and and we've talked about this before it's you kind of have an all or nothing yeah, personality I'm, I'm definitely that way yeah for sure. it's yep. like the dieting the oh, eating yeah. right it's like either i'm 100 percent or i'm zero right and or, i'm not that way yeah. i can be very like i don't even say 50 percent, but i can at any moment I can say, okay, well, I'm not going to eat that or, oh, I'm going to go work out. It doesn't have to be. So I think that's Mm kind of neat how our personalities balance each other Mm -hmm. in that aspect. Yeah, I think when we're old, we'll have a clean. Oh, gosh, yes. It'll probably be like when we're older, it'll be a really clean space. Yeah. Right now, like the kids walk through and and then it's like kind of done. And you just kind of like, oh, I'll clean that later. Right. Because, you know, it's frustrating. Right. It's frustrating. You talk about all the time. You know, like uh, someone puts a dish in the sink, and then the next thing you turn around and there's ten. Right. right? So, right. and that's kind of that same idea. It's easy when it's clean. It's easy to wash one dish. It's not easy to wash ten. Yeah. You know, once you're t- whatever when you're yeah. tired. So. Now, you you're kind of being modest at right now, and you're talking about how like. It's easy for you to keep it clean and, and you know, you're less likely to, you know, attend to something once it's, like, kind of sn- start snowballing. But you're a pretty clean guy. You will put a load of laundry in the washing machine and dry it in a heartbeat. And mm-hmm. you will sit on the floor and fold clothes. Um, you will uh, put the kids' clothes away. Um, I mean... You're pretty good. I mean, sometimes you'll see a load of, you know, a sink full of dishes and you'll do them, yeah. you know, really quick. And a lot of husbands, I'm not going to say a lot of husbands. I don't want to say that because I don't know a lot of husbands. But you've kind of learned that service mentality from your dad because your dad is a lot like that. He's mm-hmm. very much a person who doesn't mind doing cleaning around the house. Um, and a lot of people think, well, I don't want to. I don't want to generalize, but some people feel like it's a woman's job in the house to be the caretaker, to clean and everything. And even people would probably look at me and say, "Oh, she's a stay-at-home mom. She should do all the cleaning." Yeah. But you are very much a part of taking care of house chores around here. Yeah, I think that can be cultural, and it can be um, the way the the husband was raised. Or and or the way the wife was raised, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if if you had grown up, well, you did in a little ways. But if you your dad cooked a lot, for instance, yeah, he was. But a if cook. you grew up where your mom only did the cooking, you would never expect me to ever probably do the cooking, right? Because that's how you were raised, and I. And so some men are raised. Mama did everything. Daddy went to work, came home, sat in his chair, watched TV. Mama that's what did my dad did, right? Yeah. But that's not. 
it's not how I was raised. My dad is, I mean, he and I have a lot alike in our personalities where uh, we worry a lot, where, um, you know, we constantly have stuff going in our head and that we're thinking about or worried about. And that that turns into nervous, mm-hmm. like, work. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it means I'll go out in the yard and start, like, uh, I'll see something that needs done, and the next thing I know I've, you know, like, done several built others. something. Right. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Right. Or, but in the house it's the same way. Like, I'm, I need a shirt for work tomorrow. Like, I need a work shirt. It's dirty. I wash that load. Well, there's other stuff with it, so I'm going to clean that as well because I'm there. You know, just it's right. that kind of thing. But I, so, yeah, I think I do. I, and th- the other side of it is um, I appreciate you doing it, and I know what your love language is. Mm-hmm. So if you go out, if you're at home late one night, you had something to go to, and I see the dishes, I'm thinking in my head, well, that would be pretty rude of me to leave that for when she gets home and plus i know she'll like it if i do them right right, right. so i'm getting the bonus points and <laughs> which mean, is fine I'm making you happy but i'm also you know contributing right you would have done them right most time most of the time yeah can i just share this little tidbit um you are most motivated to clean the house you will clean like a madman in this <laughs> I know house what you're say. when what when I'm mad. When you're mad. Oh yeah. <laughs> if I and I don't, I don't ever make Jerry mad yeah, on she purpose. Yeah, she does it on purpose. <laughs> I don't make Jerry mad on purpose, but it is a perk of us getting in a fight or yeah, you know, having some kind it's of true. disagreement. If you get me mad, I'm probably gonna clean this whole place. <laughs> I don't know why, it, you know, like, I don't know why I do yeah. that, but because, I do. Because, like, I if I give you a sure. list, I mean, you're good with a list. You can yeah. check off a yeah. list fast, mm-hmm. um, but you don't always, like, want the list because it's, like, pressure. I also don't like to be told what to do. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any, I like a list because I feel like you're asking me to do things, but I also don't like you, to, I don't like it when you say, hey, um, I'm going Saturday, Aubrey and I have this going on. Can you, will you do this while I'm gone? And I feel like, oh, now I, whatever plans I had, I can't do that. Right. I have to do what Lisa wanted me to do. But if you were just like, just left and never said anything, I would probably do everything that you wanted me to do. <laughs> How would you know what I wanted you but, to do? I, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm making it tough on you. <laughs> You're making it really hard. Maybe you could make the list and put it on the, on the refrigerator yeah. of the things that need to get done. And then I'll probably tackle them. I just don't want, okay. I just don't like you to say will you do this while i'm gone because then i'm like well now i don't have any options yeah i have to do this thing whereas i can't do what i wanted to do or you know what i mean Mm -hmm. the only way she's going to be happy now is if i have that done okay so and i feel like i'm bound down or like i'm in a like you're like stuck yeah stuck i have no other option yeah okay so you're saying if i make a general (laughs) list i don't know because i I think you're, you're gonna ignore that list yeah yeah, I, I don't know how to fix it. I don't, I don't th- know I don't either. think it's easy. I don't think there's an easy answer. <laughs> we in this need one. mentorship ourselves. Or you can make me mad because then I'm going to clean <laughs> something too. I don't know why I do that, but I just am mad. And then I'm just kind of working there and just mad. Then I'm just getting more mad. <laughs> oh, goodness. So it doesn't really help, but the house does get clean. Yeah, fast. it does. Okay, we've kind of digressed, but yeah. we've that's, that's really good. All right, so how I would describe myself now that I'm an adult. Um, okay, so I can remember when we first got married. So before we got married, we were both living on our own. You were in a college dorm room. And oh my goodness, I remember the toilet paper pyramid that you made with the toilet paper, (laughs) empty toilet paper rolls. What? (laughs) On the back of the toilet, y'all would... After you use the toilet paper, you uh, would take the up. take the empty rolls, like something college card, cardboard, and you would stack them up on the back of the toilet. And I remember you took a picture of that, and oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the picture. That. You did? I think so. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> we were both living on our own, and I you were ob- making toilet paper towers. No, I was not okay. making toilet paper towers, mm-hmm. and I have o- had obviously, you know, was by myself, and obviously I had control of how I cleaned and how I organized things and got pretty particular. And I remember when we got married, 
I folded towels a certain way and it was where the round part was on the outside and all of the the towels fit in the closet really pretty and you would fold the towels and stick them in the closet and then I would refold the towels mm -hmm. and I got to the point where I'm like what in the world am I doing if I keep folding you know folding the towel refolding the towels then you know like it, this is madness and so I finally gave in I don't even know if we talked about it I, did we talk about this yeah I remember talking yeah about it. and I finally just let it go because I thought done is better than what I think is perfect and I didn't want to um I didn't want to lose that help because I think you were just going to start getting frustrated because, you know, you were going to think that it wasn't perfect or it wasn't done a certain way. And so I finally just like let it go. And I'm like, as long as they're folded, as long as they're put away, I don't care. And so that's kind of how I have gotten better. Like I've let a lot of my OCD tendencies go. Um, and I've, I've pretty much said, as long as I have the help and as long as it's done, I, I don't, it doesn't have to be perfect. Except I know how to fold the towels now. We don't so even fold towels. <laughs> oh, we don't, but I did. Yeah. I learned how. Yeah. But and underwear. Oh, yes. Yes, darling. Socks. You do. We fold our underwear. We have these little bins. We don't have dressers. We have these little bins at the top of our closet and we fold them in a way where they fit just inside that bin and he does an amazing job at folding fold all of my tiny little underwear. Oh he folds gosh. them. <laughs> he does a great job anyway. So I would say I'm not sounding very ma manly in this. You podcast. are, you are, you are such a, you are such an amazing man. Okay Trust me, you're it. making all these. I'm okay with it. Oh, you're making everybody jealous. Yeah, right. But anyway, um, I would describe myself at, um, as an adult. You actually said this the other day that I am the most disorganized, organized person. Oh my gosh, I've said that our whole marriage. Because <laughs> you, you, you clean by uncleaning, by like making a huge mess. And every project takes a long time, you yes. know, like because you do it that way. You clean a closet, you pull everything out, and I guess that's why you organize. The I'm same an organizer, way. yeah. Yeah, I do but the same way. Drive drove me crazy. You See, know? I, here's the difference between you and I. You are a cleaner. You are a surface level. Like if we have guests coming over, I will recruit you, and you will make it look amazing in our house because I know that if I clean I'm gonna get distracted by wiping down the cabinets and you know getting down the cobwebs out of the corners like I'm a details person and you are very surface level like pick it all up to where oh, it looks yeah. presentable yeah. and that's what I love about you and I love that we're different because I'm more like a deep cleaner thorough pull it all out like you said make a mess um, so I think we balance out, balance mm -hmm. each other really well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely he described me to a T. When I clean, it takes forever um, because I'm very detail oriented. I'm very thorough. Um, I get easily distracted. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yeah, you were distracted tonight. You were like, uh, what were you doing? Inside? I don't know. I don't know. You came outside. The cat walked by. All of a sudden, you're following the cat, picking up the <laughs> I cat. I was sweeping. The cat. That's I was... right. You're sweeping the floor. All you had to do was put the dirt pile into the dustpan. And the next thing I know, you're outside petting the cat. And I was like, <laughs> did you finish the floor? And you're just laughing and smiling and petting the cat. You're just very like a yeah, I'm very, squirrel. I'm you know, squirrel. just chasing um, butterflies all the time. I'm very whimsical and very mm -hmm. like, oh, there's a sunset. Let me grab and my me, phone and take and a picture. Me, I'm like, I want to be done with this task so I can do what I want. Yeah. I don't want this over my head. Yeah. So I'm like, get it done. Yeah, like, and I think it's me enjoying the task. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I do not enjoy yeah. the task yet. Yeah. All right, so what do you personally struggle with when it comes to keeping things tidy? Personally struggle with keeping things tidy. Um, like what particular area or, you know, something that is harder for you to keep keep up with and keep tidy? Well, the vehicle is the hardest for me. I'm in it, um, you know, 10 hours a day. Right. 
well I'm in and out of it 10 hours a day so I can't keep it I cannot keep it clean right. and I'm dirt I'm in dirt I'm walking in dirt and I get out into the back of the truck and there's dirt and so I'll clean it it's impossible to right. keep clean so that's the hardest for me right um and then the stuff I can't control the yeah. house the kids yeah I would say I my personal that. my personal well I don't know if it's a personal but definitely anything that has to do with the kids yeah. um anything that like they lay around because I am not responsible just for my own stuff. I feel responsible for their stuff. So if I see their stuff out of place, I'm busy picking up their stuff as well. What would you say are your pet peeves that maybe irritate, you know, that something that I do that kind of irks you or something that the kids might do that irks you no you go first because i gotta think okay i want to say one thing and you know (laughs) what this thing is the toilet seat i want the toilet seat to be lifted up when the boys and when the men in my house go to the bathroom and then i want the toilet lid completely closed so that is something that kind of irks me that i've been trying to train the kids and Jared is subliminally hearing this as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, that's that's what that's probably the only thing that irks me. Jared is such such a big helper around the house when it comes to to cleaning, and I have like no complaints. And I will mention this. So um, he's always um, when he's gotten out of bed in the morning left his his shorts from the night before that he took off to get in his bed because you don't sleep with your shorts um you sleep in your underwear and he's you know he gets out of bed so early in the morning and i remember as a a newlywed um you know seeing that and it just being it just irritating me as a newlywed and then over the years i've just gotten like to where it's like no big deal just pick it up you know i know that he leaves so early in the morning it's dark and he's just not you know he's not coherent and he's not aware of you know leaving his shorts there and recently i just i felt a, a tug on my heart because um of the soldiers that um, were killed in in Afghanistan, I think it was recently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I saw something posted on Instagram how this soldier had always left his his uniform on this chair and how his wife, you know, would be irritated by it and she would see it. But now she doesn't have the opportunity for him to leave that and for her to see that on on that chair anymore and that morning when I when I read that story I was just like I had a different perspective when I saw that your shorts and I was like I get to fold these and I get to pray for you and I get to serve you in this way and it just changed my entire perspective and I made a video of it and it kind of got a lot of attention and a lot of people you know responded kind of negatively towards that and and I, I, you know, it, it, instead of them seeing it as a good thing of a wife, you know, serving her husband and it not being a big deal, a lot of, you know, and I, I completely ignored yeah. the people that were negative, yeah. but you took it personally. Yeah, they were saying, a lot of them were saying, uh, you know, he's just being another kid and to, to, you know, pick up after or another. Yeah. And, and uh, so, you know, like I know it's stupid to think here what people say, but I, at the same time, I'm... I'm the kind of guy who likes, if I feel like something's wrong with me, I try to fix it. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to do that no more. And Lisa's like, don't. She's like, why are you? She's like, I didn't post that to offend you or to make you change. I I saw it as a positive and a thing that I get to do for you. And I'm like, and but in my mind, I'm just like, well, I, you know, I got all these people out here saying negative stuff. And, uh, and I know that's kind of silly, but, um, but you know, they were kind of equating it that because I leave my shorts on the ground, on the floor in the morning for you to pick up that I obviously don't care about you. Right. And that I obviously don't do anything else at the house. And people do and not I, know yeah. us. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was, so that was kind of dumb, but at the same time for me to think that way, it was kind of dumb, but, um, or for, to listen to them. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I... You know, it. You also made me more aware of it. Yeah, by that's post, true. By saying that, you made me. Th- every time now, now if I get out of bed in the morning and I put my feet down, 
and I feel something, it pops in my head. There's your yeah. shorts. You better get them up. So, like, <laughs> you kind of shot yourself in the foot if you were trying to keep I me, know. you know, like, instead of me doing it, it just made me more aware of what I was doing. So, but, moral of the story, friends, be careful what you share on sure, social yeah. media. So, it can it can backfire. Yeah, but, definitely. anyway, do you have any pet peeves that irritate me? Irritate, and don't worry, I'm not going to get my, my yeah. feelings hurt. Okay, good. Yeah, well... A couple things. We have one of those um, pull-out trash cans. It's like double. There's two trash cans in there. And they're, it, they always seem to be full. And I don't mind taking them out. But what I don't like is there to just be like food or something close to the top. So it drives me crazy. That, but Also, like in the sink, um, if there's like food left in the sink, not necessarily just like a plate full of food, but just like dirty food like crumbs in there. in there like when i'm washing dishes i'm i'm kind of being prissy about it where like i don't want to be touching all that <laughs> nasty right so just wash it off or scrape it off yeah wash it off and i made lisa get you know like in the bottom of your sink there's one of those little catchers the little filter yeah that catches anything bigger and i was like we didn't have that for a while and I was like, we got to get something to catch this because everybody seems to be dumping food in here. We don't have a, a processor, a food... Uh, mm-hmm. a food a, processor. Food pro- we don't have that or a disposal. But yeah, food Garbage dis- disposal. Garbage we don't have disposal. a garbage disposal. So we can't be just putting whatever down this. And uh, and I was like, and I know I'm the one that's going to be running a snake down this or getting down there and, you know, cleaning the pipes out. I know I'm the one that's going to be doing this. So, anyway, that kind of bothers me some, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick something, but yeah. I can't say it's the end of the world. Yeah. 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 It's good to know that we're pretty easygoing when it comes to cleaning. Yeah. And we kind of match. I feel like we're both clean, but... Our, our dirtiness or our uncleanness kind of matches each other, mm-hmm. you know, that we're not polar opposites. Yeah, we don't get up. I don't, I don't feel like you get too uptight about anything. No. I don't either. No. So that's really good. How do you feel about our more minimal lifestyle? So it's been mainly me in the past couple of years that has moved towards being more minimal, more streamlined. How have you felt about the process. I mean, obviously we sold all of our, a lot of our stuff and moved into the bus. You yeah, know, right. Yeah, for we a got year. a lot. Yeah, we got a, we got rid of a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that I could we couldn't help but get rid of. But then we get a house again, you start filling it up. There's a few things that I would, you know, like that I probably uh had a harder time not I wouldn't even say hard. I would say more like fought with you a little bit more about like kind of argued a little bit like to get my way, but for instance, like coffee cups, you know, right? I had like, I would just collect them. They would just show up from places <laughs> and I would just drink out of them. So I had coffee cups and you just like go in there and, you know, do you need 10, right? And then I'm like, no, I don't, but they're there, you know? So yeah. that was something that uh, probably, you know, at first, but once again, I'm too easy going for it to really matter too much. Yeah. Um, you books. Know, books. I like, so I like, I like clothes. I like book. I like the so the books were from college. Mm-hmm. So we had. Um, I had. You know. You know how it is in college. Like you spend a hundred dollars on these books a piece. So you got. I had all these books and I had like shelves of them. And uh, one day, Lisa, <laughs> you stayed home that summer, right? You were <laughs> yeah. Home that was from my first. School. That was that, that was when after we had Aubrey. Oh, okay. And so Lisa's like, well, I'm just gonna sell all these. So she gets on eBay or somewhere. And sold all of those books. And the problem was, um, I I didn't need them all the time, but I needed them some of the time. Mm-hmm. So every time I would be like, "Oh, I think I got." Oh no, Lisa sold it, right? And so it became <laughs> this thing. No, Lisa sold it. And so, um, yeah. So that was kind of a irritating at the yeah. time. Um, I'm kind of over it, you know, because then we moved into the bus and yeah. I couldn't have. But I mean, I still do have some, very little. But yeah. I mean, I had a full bookshelf of of, of books that you got to kind of probably something that we have disagreed about when it comes to minimalism and living a more minimal lifestyle is what we buy the kids mainly for celebrations like their birthdays and for Christmas Jared is that's one of his love languages is gifts and he loves to give gifts so when Christmas comes along he's like 
he, he wants to, you know, buy them, you know, gifts and lots of gifts. And I remember one Christmas. Oh, my gosh. It was horrible. It was I remember. Horrible. One, <laughs> it was horrible. One Glad year, I was like, we're going to take a break from Christmas. Oh, yeah. You were like, let's not buy anything. Let's just make them stuff. or <laughs> We built them a, a homemade jungle gym. Yeah, but do you... Do you remember making like a fairy house? Yes, for, I made a fairy uh, house. <laughs> I I try to be I try to give really like emo, like sentimental gifts. I think it it crashed, right? It was like It a, was just she never played it was, with it. It was like a tra- <laughs> <laughs> It was a it was a trash fire. It was a not tra- it did not work a out. Trash fire. <laughs> it was bad. Because anyway. because a child is not thinking it's the it's the you know the the heart that matters because a child doesn't really recognize that all they think is let me see what i got for christmas not oh mama has such a good heart and she loves me (laughs) and she made me a fairy house right and so yeah but i i was kind of talking earlier about like clothes and shoes that that's something that i've always liked to buy Mm -hmm. myself hats um, and so those are things that I, str- like, when you try to get rid of things, I still kind of, you're like, do you need another shirt? And I'm like, I don't mess with my clothes. Like, leave my clothes alone, right? Yeah. And so, but then there's times where I'm like, all right, let's go through them, and I'll just throw yeah. away a bunch of stuff. So, last November, yeah. no, last December, both of us got COVID, and you were stuck in the bed for a couple of days, mm-hmm. and I, you said, hey, I, I, I'm ready to go through those shirts if you if you want to do it. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I jumped right up and we yeah. started going through your clothes. Yeah. And um, how did that feel? No, I don't. It doesn't. It didn't bother me. It, yeah. Like I like I said, I'm a hundred or zero percent. So yeah. like if I'm in, if I, if it's my idea, I'm for it yeah. in that case, right? So I'm not feeling like somebody's coercing me into doing something I don't want to do. So. I was like, yeah, I'm for it. Let's go. Let's go 100%. So I'm like, yeah, get rid of it. And you're like, are you sure? I'm like, get rid of it. I already said it. Get rid of it. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. like, so I'm, I'm all for it at that point. Yeah. But, but then again, I, I mean, I just, I like to look nice at times. And so, right. you know, so something I care about, I guess. How would you, so mo- when, it, when it comes to decluttering and going more minimal, I've seen more women be you know, kind of the, the leader in this and they're kind of the ones that go first and the husbands are more, more, um, hesitant. What kind of advice would you give a wife or give someone who is trying to get their spouse on board? I would say that's probably not always accurate. I would say there's a lot of women out there that are hoarders of things. Yeah, that's true. And I would say it's a, there's probably a lot of men, even men that you wouldn't think of, that would be like, why are we keeping this crap? You know, like, why? Why we don't need all this. Right. He's probably not sentimental about the birth, the pictures and the, the little knickknacks that the kid made at school. He's probably over that or forgot about it. But mom is over there hoarding it up you know, thinking that her grandkids might want it one day when they really won't. So um, I would just say don't judge a book by its cover because okay. there's probably a lot of men that okay. well, say, are very much okay let's, with it. Let's, let's not generalize men and women. Yeah. Let's just say a, another spouse. Mm-hmm. So do you have any, any suggestion about if one spouse wants to go more minimal and wants to declutter the crap out of their house but the other spouse is more hesitant how could that spouse whoever it is approach the other person or get them involved or get them on board with this idea do you have any kind of thoughts towards well, that i think you're the pro on that <laughs> i, I kind of am but i don't but i, but I want to hear from your perspective i mean in, like for you to convince me well you said it has to be your idea Okay, I well what I meant I didn't not always. It doesn't always have to be my idea. I'm just saying it goes a lot smoother if it's my idea. Okay. But if it's not my idea, you in my case, cuz that's all I know is me and you. Um you just you always have to just like ease into things. Okay. Right? Mhm. So like don't just don't just go crazy and do it all at once. Right. Pick a spot and do that. Right. And then it's a lot. So a little bit more subliminal. Mm, sure. So yeah. I think that's what works for me. Yeah. What I've always 
what I've always coached people to do when a spouse isn't as eager and willing is to lead by example. To first start decluttering your own stuff and then just see what happens from there. You know, once they start seeing that you have less to manage and you're getting your side of the closet really clean and clutter-free, then it's going to probably start affecting, you know, the other person and it's going to start you know, rubbing off on them and they're going to get used to the idea. So I I always advise people take care of your own stuff first and then just start, you know, letting the example being set and letting the other person catch on. Mm -hmm. I think think so. I think the, um, the only problem, I think that would work great. I think the only, the only problem you're going to run into is that people's things are connected to them emotionally in, in a lot of cases in ways that, um, it, you can't just just by changing your space may not affect you know because they're emotionally yeah tied to something so maybe let them just be the person that they are well no i'm just saying it's going to take a lot yeah. more work because you know that's like those people that are hoarders why are they hoarders well maybe they grew up without anything right so they see everything as a gym right, right. And, you know so um but even someone that has like you know, just an area that they need help cleaning. They may see that stuff that you see as junk as treasures, you know. Mm -hmm. And so if somebody sees that as a treasure, you're going to have a lot tougher time convincing them to get rid of. And so in that case, you have to go slow. Yeah. You have to kind of like break down why, you know, what what it might mean to them and then try to fix, try to figure out how to, you know. How to uh, coexist. Yeah. 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 Because... The house is just as much yours as it is the other person's. Sure. So I think there has to be some, definitely some communication. Yeah. And if the other person is not willing to, you know, come halfway, I think there needs to be some boundaries set. Say, okay, this is your personal closet. Everything that is, you know, yours that doesn't, you know, that's not ours and doesn't need to be in the main living space needs to be able to fit in this closet. So I'll just, you know, this is your designated closet. You know, I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to, you know, so I think there definitely needs to be some open communication, but then also some, some boundaries that you both can, um, that you can both agree on. Agree. All right. So, one more thing before we hop off. You are very, very helpful around the house already. And we talked about how, like, I can, you know, communicate to you things that I want you to help out with more. And what can, what advice do you, would you give to, and I'm just going to generalize women because most women are the ones that are going to be listening to this podcast. I, I've even heard, you know, experienced questions from other people. How do I get my husband to help out more around the house? So that's like the million dollar question. Do you have any kind of like right, thoughts depends. as a man? I mean, it depends how, on their situation, right? Yeah. I mean, what are they, are they, are they someone who's gone working a lot, right? And then they get home and they may see home as their safe space and it's not as easy to, they want to rest when they get home. Whereas someone with a job that's just working, you know, nine to five, they get home, they might have more time. But I was, I'm in my mind, I'm thinking of like a truck driver right. or uh, someone who works at a hospital who has odd hours or, you know, like yeah. that. that's harder for them. But as far as... Um, I don't know how to convince somebody to do something they don't want to do. Right, I think that's kind of a tough. It's kind of based on personality too, and um, kind of like it might have also been the tone that was set for the 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 marriage when they first got married. Um, Maybe I know a lot of wives when they first get married, they're like, "Oh, I want to," you know serve and I want to please and I want to do everything else and so maybe a lot of I, I would say conversation is uh would be key communication I communication. guess is the way it would be key in that like in a non-confrontational very open let's talk let's just talk we're just talking no one's getting their feelings hurt or no one's getting mad about this like you know you could discuss hey um whenever you grow up did your dad help you know like what was his you know, did he right. help out around the house? Because I really feel like that's a lot to do with it. I mean, right. how they grow up is going to be typically how people are. And right. so 
not not always, but typically. And because so, it's a lot of habits. Yeah, exactly. So if if he you know if he comes back, yeah, daddy never did anything. You know, like he just worked, and I mean that's gonna be hard to. That's what that guy knows. That's what his you know, it, you know he you know he saw his and maybe like we talked about already, it could be the the mom was like, hey, I got the house. Like you don't do nothing. You know, like. You go to work, honey. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's how things were then, too. And so every situation is its own situation. Right, And you got to kind of approach it, though. You know, in my case, Dad was very helpful. So I'm just like Dad. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very helpful Mm -hmm. um, about some things, right? And so some guys are tougher. Some ladies are tougher. So communication to me would would be key to let's talk. Hey, let's talk about, well, you know. You know, because once you once you open up, once he figures out, oh yeah, you know, if he could ever figure out, yeah, you know what, Dad never did nothing around the house, but I see that you would like me to. Eventually, I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe he'll start, yeah, kind of wanting to be more. Um, I I think definitely also showing appreciation for what he already does do. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean. It's got to be non-confrontational. Yeah. It's got to be like in a loving. It's got to definitely be in a loving way, definitely in an uplifting way, and not a condescending. Exactly, yeah. Um, A lot, I'm not, I don't like to generalize, but I have seen women being very bossy towards their, their spouses. And that's just something that we've i've never been yeah would you say that i've ever been bossy no you're not bossy you know you're uh you're always you're very encouraging of me you always tell me thank you for all that you do and this and that now you've asked me to do things but it's never been in a boss yeah yeah um if I told you, no, I, I'm not going to do that today, it's, it's never a nagging situation. Right. So. I've never been the one to nag because I just don't feel – I love the saying, you can catch more flies with honey than with vinegar, and I've never wanted to be that nagging wife. And yeah. um, something that we've always – both of us have always done as well is that we've never we've never talked bad about our spouses when we're away from each mm-hmm. other. and. Yeah. I think that really affects your marriage when you are together. If you are someone who is bad-mouthing your spouse to your friends, when you're with them, it's definitely going to come, you know, when you come back together, it's going to affect your marriage and your Mm -hmm. relationship. So I think anything that you want done, you have to, you know, first focus on the relationship first and not the acts that you want. I was just going to say that you got to fix you got to fix me and you before we can right. fix the, all the little stuff that goes along with exactly. it. Exactly. Because he's got to want, she's got to want to love him and he's got to want to love her. Right. All that rest of that stuff is, is like the fruit of that. Right? right. So I have to, just like I said earlier, I know that you like when the dishes are, when you don't have to do the dishes, they're already done. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm thinking, hey, I can do that for her and that's going to fill up her bucket, which yeah. is something we say a lot. Fill up her bucket some more or... Add to the make deposit, make a deposit in her account, right? Yeah. It's gonna like, it's gonna make you feel like you love me because of that, like thankful for me because of that. And yeah. so, it's gotta start with the marriage. Yeah, I love that, babe. That's a good word. <laughs> We're gonna leave you on that. Thank y'all so much for joining us today, and I hope you got something good out of this. And we will be back next month. <laughs> Put it on the calendar. <laughs> Hey friend, are you ready to dive in, start decluttering, and become more productive in life and in business? Well, I have the solution for you. Head on over to habitsandhome.com slash freebies to grab my three-step guide for downsizing and decluttering any room in your home. This is the tried and true method I use with every client in my professional organizing business, and I know it will help you too. Also, I'd love to connect with you. You can find me hanging out with my family and renovating our farmhouse over on Instagram or Facebook. Until next time, I'm Lisa at the Habits and Home Show.